Hello, and welcome to the Brown School News Podcast, episode number five. This is the place where we'll update you on what's happening in our Brown School community. I'm your host, Ms. Melanie McGann, and in this episode, we are going to run through some of the week's news. We'll hear from Ms. Weinberg about a school-wide art project called Inktober, and we'll get to listen in on a few classrooms to hear what happens at Brown School on a typical day. Let's get started. In this week's news, Chef Rice has officially announced the start of his new take-and-bake pizza program, which will start on Friday, October 11th. Families can order a 16-inch pizza, which will feed 8 to 10 people. Cheese pizzas will be $10, and pepperoni or pesto pizzas will both be $12. Check your child's Friday folder for order forms and further information. Also, Chef Rice has added bagels and cream cheese to the breakfast menu, as well as new flavors of muffins like pumpkin cream cheese muffins and cranberry orange muffins. In our upcoming events, there is no school on Monday, October 14th, and there is no plus available that day. Our school photos are coming up on October 21st through the 23rd, and schedules will be coming home again in your Child's Friday folder. Also coming up this month, we have two different runs. First up is our color run, which will be held on Saturday, October 26th at Central Park. This event is open to Brown School families and friends, and it's also open to the public, so spread the word. We've held this run annually in the spring. However, this year we're doing a Halloween-themed run with a one-mile course for kids, a 5K run for adults, and also a 5K walk for adults. There will also be a trick-or-treat walk course for kids who don't want to participate in the run. In addition, there'll be carnival games and activities for families while they're waiting. To register, you can go online to our Facebook page and get more information, or you can fill out the form that came home in your child's Friday folder. The other run we have for our students is our pumpkin run, which will be held at Brown School on Wednesday, October 30th. This run replaces our turkey trot, and proceeds will benefit some of our community veteran organizations, such as Pets for Patriots and the Blue Star Mothers. In our PALS news, the Harvest Festival will be held on Saturday, November 2nd from 2 to 4 p.m. in our gymnasium. They'll have music, balloon animals, games, prizes, and healthy snacks available for families. Also, the Downtown Schenectady Holiday Parade will be held on November 23rd. This year, our float will be the Good Ship Lollipop. Parents of our youngest students are encouraged to walk the parade route with us, pushing their little ones in strollers or wagons that are decorated in our theme, such as lollipops, candy, or sailors. If anyone would like to still help out and volunteer with either of these two activities, please send an email to pals at brownschool.org. It's not too late. I have with me Miss Weinberg, who is our fourth through 11th grade art teacher, and she wanted to share some information about a new project called Inktober. So how are you today, Miss Weinberg? I'm doing pretty good, and you? I'm doing well. So Inktober, what is Inktober? So Inktober started in 2009 by a guy called Jake Parker, and Inktober was created to challenge himself to use different inking materials, so different pens, different nibs, different types of ink. And he set it up so every day of the month of October, where it comes, Inktober comes from, um, he would create a different prompt for 
himself to use. And he posted all of his prompts. And then other artists started to take notice of it. And they started to play along doing each one of their prompts. And it's been happening now since 2009. Why ink and why not some other medium? Why not pencils or crayons or markers? Ink is one of the most classical ways of drawing. If you think of how the Declaration of Independence was written, it was with a nib and pen. So Mm -hmm. a feathered pen pretty much much where you dipped it and then you drew it's a totally different type of line and it's very original to a lot of types of art (laughs) excellent so you said that every child this is more of an independent thing so if kids Mm want to take this on they can if parents and grandparents and family members want to take this on can they also try this excellent teachers um and so if they do want to do inktober what what do people do if they want to get involved so a lot of times it's on instagram or even at inktober.com, um, I think it is. Okay. Just Google it. Okay. And there's this whole list of 31 things. Um, some of them include, like, for day 11, snow. For four, day 14, overgrown. For day 25, tasty. And they all range in different ideas. And you take it how you want. So, like, so you just draw that thing on that day. Yeah. Okay. And you have a brown school list as well? I made a brown school much friendlier for our little folks. Excellent. Um, and for this year, I kind of did it around what brown school is, mm-hmm. what our goals are, and like what our brown school theme song is about. So okay. our very first assignment, which was a couple days ago, was friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, our second one is sports. So I talk about family. Um, all the different curriculum, what we mean, what we stand for, and then a little bit of Halloween-y. So I have, like, magic, books, reading, science, the musical, family, treasure, strength, and I want to see where all that creativity lies. Excellent. This sounds like an interesting project. Thanks for sharing it with us. Oh, I look forward to seeing what they do. So. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. October is National Fire Safety Month, and once again this year, we were visited by the Schenectady Fire Department, who brought four of their firefighters along with their truck to come and talk to our students and give them some tips and information about fire safety. Let's listen in as the firefighters talk to the kindergarten through fourth grade students, and then we'll listen to Mrs. Bryant's interview with one of her students about what she learned at the presentation. So what we're going to do is we're here today to talk about fire safety because October is fire safety, right? We talk, this is when everybody gets their fire safety training in October. Okay, we've always told kids, it's fire's bad. Don't ever have, you know, don't go near fire. Fire's bad. Well, what about when you're roasting marshmallows? Anybody ever roast marshmallows? Kind of cool, right? Or, or you have a perfectly good stove in your house and yet you go outside and you make a fire on a grill and you, you cook you know, hamburgers and hot dogs on the grill because it just tastes more delicious when they're on the grill, right? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So fire can be cool. Now, who lights these fires? Who lights the candles? Who does it? You. The divorce shirt. Parents. Yes, the parents, the adults, the adults. So you would, would any of you ever light a fire on your own? No. no. And I know something else. See? Probably heard an honest answer over here because sometimes kids, especially your age, start getting a little more curious and they want to play around with fire. Yeah. How many? So I got a question for you, older guys. Now, how many matches? 
300,000, how many matches? Boy, you guys are throwing out some big numbers. How many matches would it take to burn this whole building down? One. One match. Good answer. One match could burn down this whole building. One match could burn down your whole house. Get out, stay out, and don't go back inside. Can everybody say get out, stay out? Get out, stay out, and never go back inside. Right. Okay, so you get out and stay out and never go back inside. So now, what about like at school you have a fire drill, right? Okay, how about at home? Do you have fire drills at home? Be honest. I know. I know. I'm a firefighter and you know I haven't had two, as many as I should have at my house. But we have practiced and we tell the kids, we always tell the kids, this is where you go. Get out. So you get out the closest, we always say the closest entrance or exit like and people want to go out the way they came in but make sure you know more than one way out of your house practice I, I know. He, would, he might look scary with all his stuff on so firefighter Courtney over here she's got some stuff on that might look scary but it's the protector right and so you would never run for her never hide you go towards her yeah so look what she's got she's got some heavy boots on that protects her feet she got some big giant thick pants on she's got this big thick coat on here it protects her all the way up around her neck and she's got an air tank on her back so this air tank on her back is so she can breathe so it's like that's like the equivalent of all the air that's in your classroom squished up and compressed and put into a bottle pretty cool right would anybody hide from her what about if she's carrying a big heavy axe like that She's not scary yet. She's gonna put her mask on, let you listen to her breathe. Anybody hear of uh, Darth Vader? Yeah. Yeah. She kind of should breathe like Darth Vader, right? He's scary, isn't he? Yeah. I'm still scared of him. No. No. All right. Is this so funny? There you go. Is this so funny? Is that scary, right? High five. I heard it. High five. High five. Let's say, oh, high fives. Yeah. Nice job. All right. All right, so how about that? So would anybody hide from her or run? No. Samantha, thank you so much for joining me today. Will you tell us a little bit about our special visitors that came to Brown School? We had four firefighters with their fire engines. They were amazing. That's awesome. What did they help teach the students about? They taught us never to go, don't play with fire. Anything else that they taught you? They taught us if you are on fire, if your clothes are on fire, you 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 stop, drop, and roll, and cover your put your hands over your face so you don't so you don't your face doesn't get in fire on fire. Those are some really helpful tips. Did one of the firefighters put on his or her uniform? Yes. And what did they help tell you about that? They tell us never be scared of them. Did it look like an odd? Were you would it be something you'd be nervous about? Well, if there were like. If they had a chainsaw, an axe, a hammer, and all that creepy stuff, probably. But if they were just having their fire engine in their hose, I would probably want to be scared. But they'd probably use those tools to help keep you safe, right? Yeah. Any other tips that they shared with you? How to be safe with fire. In terms of if it's in your house or something like that? Yes. And anything else? It's important to 
do fire drills. Awesome. That's great. Anything else you want to share with us? We also got to do explore and walk through the fire truck. Wow. Sounds like you guys were pretty busy today. Yes, Was it a lot of fun? Yep. After spending some time researching different states, the fourth graders in my class presented their state brochures to the class this week. Let's listen in as they presented a few of the interesting facts about the states they learned about. So I researched South Dakota, and it was part of the USA since 1889. Did you know there's a, cra- there's a memorial called the Crazy Horse Memorial that does actually not include a horse? <laughs> New Jersey state abbreviation is NJ. Its state insect is the honeybee, and its state animal is the horse, and state flower is the violet. Let's visit South Carolina. Um, the state nickname is either the rice state or the swamp state. Did you know that 30 Indian tribes live there? And some fast facts about Connecticut. Its state abbreviation is CT. Its state bird is the American <coughs> robin. And its state animal is a sperm whale. Here's a picture of the robin. Fast facts about Illinois are things to do. You can visit the Lincoln Home National Historic Site or visit the Shawnee National Forest. Did you know? that Illinois became part of the French colony of Louisiana. Last week, I stopped into Mrs. Haynes' fifth grade science class as they were working on an experiment to find out how much water a paper towel absorbed. Students were sitting around the tables grouped into threes, and when I caught up with the first group, they had already measured out 100 milliliters of water into a graduated cylinder and poured it into their beaker. Using tweezers, they had gently lowered their folded paper towel into the water to give it a chance to absorb. Let's listen in to two different groups as they work through the rest of the experiment. So what are you doing right now? Right now, we are timing for 30 seconds to see how much, how, um, much water this paper towel soaks up. Okay. When I say to 25, just get ready. And as soon as it touches the water, Marcella, you need to timer 25. 25. 25? Yep. 30. Oh, we need a, a plate. Alright, so now we're letting it drip dry until it stops dripping. We have already put the towel in and it absorbed a bunch, so now we're going to pour this back into the graduated cylinder. And see how, how much, much do we get? Right. This one was pretty absorbent, so. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. That was like 85? Yeah. yeah 80, 87. Okay, that's impressive. So 87 right now, so. That means okay. it absorbed 13? Yeah. About. Something, so 13. Now that we've been in school for a few weeks, we thought we would catch up with our kindergarten through second grade students to see what their favorite part of school is so far this year. I like to sound out words. 
I like recess when we because I can play. I love science. I love yawning and friends. I like reflex math. I like movement class. There was one more classroom that I stopped into this week, and that was Mrs. Yeoman's preschool three-year-old room. I headed over to a group of students who were gathered around the water table filled with water, containers of different sizes, and colorful water beads. Students were having fun scooping and pouring water between the different containers, but when I asked them what they were doing, I got some very unexpected answers. We talked about the difference between jelly beans and water beads and realized that the water beads were the ones in the water table. And that brings us to the end of this episode of the Brown School News Podcast. If you're looking for more information about anything you heard here today, check out our website at www.brownschool.org. To keep up with all the latest happenings at Brown School, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And of course, you can keep up with these podcasts by finding us and subscribing on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.